welcome to Uncorked, the podcast. This is Matt Corker. And I'm Steph Corker. And we're here from the Corker Co. And today we're going to talk about quitting. It's my not my favorite time, but it's a special time in the year, January 21st, the day goals and resolutions go to die. And it felt appropriate that around the day of quitting, uh, <laughs> that we talk about this, that we jam on it. Because yeah. one of our favorites, Seth Godin, talks about the dip and when to quit. Yeah. You are the best at being a cheerleader of getting people to stay committed and have integrity to goals that really matter. Yeah. And... And and let go of the goals that don't matter. Exactly. Yeah. And why carry them all year long across the finish line of 2018 if January 21st you were actually meant to quit it? Yeah. Or... Not. Right. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I think the, the valuable thing to highlight here is why January 21st, mm. it's called Blue Monday, the third January or the third Monday of every January is considered Blue Monday because it's the day that most people give up on their goals. And their visa bill comes in the mail. visa bill comes in the mail. What else? I don't know. I think it's when they realize that they're like, gym membership that they <laughs> bought at the beginning of the year is like they don't go anymore. Well, I also think it's important to note the top three goals set are about um, saving money, losing weight, and falling in love. Right. And in three weeks, you probably haven't saved a ton of money. Right. You're tired of eating your lunch that you bring to work. Mm. You, you might see some changes, but really it's going to take 90 days to see physical changes. So, so three weeks isn't quite long enough for that gym membership to be paying off. Right. And you may or may not have fallen in love. You right. can do that overnight, but, yeah. but who knows? So there's a lot at play. And, um, I want to ask you a few questions though, bro, yeah. because I think people look to you and they come to you in the world of, you know, help me in the direction of where am I going? Yeah. And what I love is you say, I can help you when you know where you're going and now let's figure out why you want to go there and maybe you even want to go to the moon. Right. So when you think about quitting, mm -hmm. quitting. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. The Q word. <laughs> what goes through your brain? Mm. What goes through your brain when considering quitting? So I think that one of the things to note is quitting in the realm of giving up on one of your goals. Mm. Yeah? yeah. Or like quitting, like quitting your job, quitting your relationship, just in general. Okay. We're going to go things general. Quitting. All things quitting. Um, what goes through my brain? I think primarily it's about reminding myself why I started. Mm. And so if the why I started is still intact, like I started because I care about this cause or I started because I wanted to feel a certain way or I started it because the end goal actually mattered to me or like the results that I was looking to create still matters to me, mm. then it's probably not my time to quit. Mm. Because if the why is still present and I still am passionate about that why, then I'm not going to quit. Mm. That's not to say like there's also times when I talk to someone and, you know, they have started along a path of chasing the goal, going to the gym all the time, going out on first dates <laughs> week after week. And 
they're getting tired. Mm. And what I would say to that is that's not an excuse to quit Mm. being tired of a routine, being tired of a new habit, Mm. being tired of like having to have the same conversation with the same person over and over again. That's not an excuse to give up on your goal. Okay. Pause there. Yeah. You're going in a really sweet direction that what I want to know now though, stick with me is I want to know what goes through your heart when you consider quitting a goal and let's keep it super personal. Like tell us what goes through your heart. Yeah. When's the last time I had to quit a goal? Okay. So I had a goal to run a half marathon PB last year. Right. And I got injured. Right. And my left ankle was not happy with me all year. Yeah. I remember. And in my heart, I was like, I can still do this. Right. Like the gusto, the commitment, the yeah. like spirit, that finish line feeling, uh, it was still in me. Yeah. And so in my heart, my heart is like in it. Right. And that makes quitting hard. Right. Because when I, when, you know, like if we extrapolated that out into like quitting the job, it's like my heart still loves the people and the right. team. Or like, I still believe in the product we're creating yeah, and that makes it challenging. Yeah. And when the body talks, the right. body doesn't lie. Yeah. And so like your heart and our minds can play tricks on us sometimes mm. because we're attracted to what's new and sexy or what's comfortable and stable. Mm. And when the body knows when you, when I walk into a room and my gut starts talking to me being like, Ooh, this something's off. Mm. Our heart and our brain have to interpret that. Mm. And sometimes I need to listen to my gut first and foremost. Wait, you're jumping ahead. Sorry. Now we go to our (laughs) gut. Now I want to know how do you determine when you're going to quit a goal in your gut? Oh gosh. Um, in my gut, I would say it's a sense, like it's totally sensorial based. Mm. There's no like feeling or thought associated with a gut feeling. It's like, and that's the hardest thing. It's like when I want to break up with someone Mm. and I just like know in my gut that Mm -hmm. it's not the right relationship. Yeah. And then we're like searching for all these reasons. Mm. It's like, how do I verbalize a gut feeling? It's difficult. And the gut, it's like, it's our intuition. It know, like, it's just our internal knowing. Mm. And so for me, what I think about when I need to quit, my gut usually feels like it's flipping. Mm. So it's usually like trying to communicate something that's like, it's time to turn over. It's time yeah. to digest something new. Yeah. Um, and I recognize that it may not be the same for everyone. Like, mm. what is it for you? Like when you feel like your gut talking to you? Yeah. It's as you're talking, it's, um, yeah, it's cool to have this conversation. And, you know, for our listeners, um, I think it would be a neat conversation to have with people before you both set the goal mm. and to, to take into account, whether it's January 21st or it's June 21st, take into account, like, do I really want to quit this? Because what I have found when I think about it through my gut and my heart and my brain, yeah, no one externally can help me articulate what I feel in my gut and my heart. Mm-hmm. And when I talk to my husband or I talk to my bro and I talk to <laughs> you, you know, as both my bro and my business partner, or if I talk to my coach, it's always in my head. 
Mm. And mm-hmm. and that that just feels like an important distinction yeah. that when we seek external validation, no one no one will be able to like interpret the feeling. And that's what makes it so beautiful. The feeling is our own. Yeah. You want to create the goal from your feeling. Yeah. But we want to give up on the goal based on external validation that only hits our head. Well, he, okay. So yeah, I didn't answer the question. Sneaky. We're really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was, what do you, like, what does it feel like in your gut? Yes. Like, what is that sensation? True North, strong and free. Mm. My gut knows. Yeah. It knows every time. So is it like a twinge? Is it a twist? Is it just like a listen? It feels like <laughs> if I could have another career, I'd want to be a professional metaphor slash simile writer <laughs> because I think everything should be like or as. Um, I feel like it's as strong as a six pack Mm. and sometimes it has a layer of fat over top and you can't see the six pack. And that's (laughs) like, it's just, it's so true. Right. It's so, so true. Yeah. And sometimes it's unexplainable and sometimes it's like, there aren't always words. Right. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. There aren't always words to it. And it's truly, truly a sweet feeling. Right. It's the feeling. The feeling knows it's unjustifiable. It's, it requires no, you know, defense or yeah. even definition. Yeah. It just says either go for it or turn left. Yeah. Now, quitting on a goal also inquire, like you mentioned the, the head. Yeah. The brain, like what goes yeah. on in our minds. Yeah. And what I often think about is like what we, what you said about, external validation and Mm. needing other people's opinions and whatnot. And the reality is like you and I don't live a life alone. Mm -hmm. We both have partners that we love dearly. And so if we're going to quit on something, there's other people that will be impacted. And I think to your point, there's two sets of people. There's people that will be impacted by the goal and there's people that we seek validation for that might not be impacted in any way, but we want their perspective or opinion on things. Right. Um, so there's two sort of two groups of people yeah. and I think they both really hit the head despite our love of our partners yeah. and their best intentions, of course, for us, it still is, it's, it's unfair to expect that it would yeah. go anywhere beyond our head. Well, I, and the question that I then ask myself often is, um, what does this goal still relate to my 10 year vision? Mm. Because if the goal still relates to my 10-year vision, then that's a reason to stay with it. Mm. And maybe it's just the timeline that gets adjusted. Mm. Instead of a six-month goal, it becomes a 12-month goal. Mm. Um, Instead of going to five different countries, it's one other country. Mm -hmm. And so I alter the goal or the timeline so that it still gets me one step closer to my 10-year vision. Mm. And that's the hardest question that people... When they, when I'm talking to them, mm-hmm. um, have trouble answering because they either don't have a 10 year vision set mm-hmm. and don't know where they're going. So the why of why am I even doing this in the first place mm-hmm. is really disjointed. Um, or they're like, actually, it doesn't get me any closer and I don't know why I was working on it mm-hmm. or why did I care so much? Mm-hmm. And that usually gets into, well, I wanted to prove my mom wrong mm-hmm. or I wanted to prove to my boss that I was good enough. Yeah. 
And like those goals, like give those up. They're heavy. They weigh you down. So let's go back to making decisions with partners. And, you know, you mentioned earlier, I have a goal to do something and I'm 90% of the way there, but 10% I need to check in with my partner. Yeah. And I would challenge you that, in fact, the time to enroll your partner isn't when you're quitting. It's when you're setting the goal. And then when we go to quit, we like to look to our partner or our boss or someone else as that crutch or that excuse. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this because I should really spend more time at home. Right. Or whatever that whatever that is. Um, and no, we're not condemning spending time at home. That's a beautiful place to be if that's yeah. where you want to be. Um, but tell me more about who are the people in your life that make an impact on quitting, not on setting the goal, on quitting the goal. And, or are there any? I think like... And I, I bring this up because I think it relates back to your point around 10-year vision. Yeah. And when you set your 10-year vision with your partners, with your business partners, yeah. with your family, you know where you're going. Yet yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean everyone in your 10-year vision is going to support whether you quit or not right now. Yeah. So let's bring that back to today. So, like, I would say that it's really, for me personally, it's come in stages. Mm. So the first time I started setting vision and goals was just for me. Mm. It was only for me. It was always for me. You know, it wasn't until I got married that we really sat down and was like, what does our vision look like? Remember in 2017 when you got married? (laughs) (laughs) Best day ever. Ever. Um, But that really like, it was a turning point because there were times when people would ask like, well, this is my vision, but what do I do with my partner? Mm. And like, how do I do that? And the question really becomes like, if they're in a practice of setting vision and goals, then align your practices. If they're not in a practice of vision and goal setting, then allow them to come on that journey with you or not. Mm. You know, like it's not a require for me, it wasn't a requirement. Like you had to have an articulated vision in this particular way mm. with goals that were written in this particular way in order to date me. Mm. I Thank needed- goodness. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like the essence of goal setting is always present in the people that I surround myself with, whether or not they have written down goals or not. And for me, I find that I need a vision and goal and that's my best life. Who impacts your question? However, was who impacts me saying no or quitting on my goals? I would say like you, especially Mm -hmm. business partner, sis champion of life. Um, my partner, Chad, Mm -hmm. who else would I say? Um, I would say it depends on the goal Mm -hmm. because in some circumstances, if it's career related, I would go to someone that I look to as a mentor or as a confidant in my career. Mm -hmm. And then there's other times when it's about like yoga and health and well-being that I'll go and check in with my team of awesome practitioners. Yeah. So, however, what's the commonality? The commonality is that they're very skilled at what they're doing. Mm. So I'm not taking the opinion of like social media. Right. I'm not taking Google. the opinion. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not taking the opinion of the Buzzfeed survey that I just completed. Mm. I'm not taking the opinion, unfortunately, like of our parents. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking the opinion of best friends from high school. Mm-hmm. Like these are like, I go to the people who are living a life or have a certain level of expertise that I would aspire to. Mm. And I they give they, me that insight. 
Yeah. The other thing, um, and I can, I only say this with love because I am so this person for you, but I think our inner circle of people who truly, genuinely just want the raging best for you, those people won't let you give up. Mm. And I think the circle might be small and you're totally the captain of that ship in my world. And when you have those relationships, what they actually will do is simply be a mirror back to you. Mm. They wouldn't tell you to quit. I would never tell you to quit. And I would hold the mirror and say, you've been in complaint and it's time to change something. Mm. And this is what I've heard or this is how you're showing up or you know, there's always another question to ask. Um, I just think it's, it's, it's powerful to hear you say who those people would be. And I think it's so important. You know, you speak to the board of directors of your life that we just, there's nothing wrong with quitting. No one to quit, quit faster. January 21st is the best time to quit. Yeah. Quit January 2nd on the goal that you don't love. Totally. The only thing sweeter than quitting is a finish line. Amen. You know? Yeah. Now when, okay, so you, if we looked at this in like the professional, but also Ironman sense, Mm. you know, you've done 19 Ironmans now. So like, when did you, did you have a moment when you were like, I need to quit this or this isn't my game or what was that like? Yeah. It's always been so awesome. And probably particularly since you and I were at Lululemon together that I have seen my world through this like health and wellness and career (laughs) and personal, like these bubbles. And now what I recognize in our world, like everything is one. I love to race triathlon. I love our business and our personal lives matter the most. So there's, there's no one dimension to these things any longer. And, um, of course I'm asked all the time. It's everyone's favorite question. When are you going to quit? Right. And, uh, does that like add fuel to your fire or are you like, Oh, good question. Like, when am I going to quit? Or no. are you like, no, like I'm never going to give I, up. <laughs> I have a playlist. <laughs> it's just me and Sia. Never give up. <laughs> um, no, truly. I, it doesn't phase me. Mm-hmm. I, it doesn't even occur to me. Um, when somebody asks when I'm going to give up and in the same way, it never occurs to me when someone says good job yeah. or what are you doing next? Yeah. Because I don't actually, and I could be very incorrect, but I don't think anybody actually cares. Right. No one actually cares if I'm going to quit and no right. one actually cares if I'm going to do another race. Right. I care. Yeah. And I'll tell you when I'm going to quit. Yeah. When I don't care. Right. And for as long as I wake up at five o'clock in the morning, stoked to get to the pool or to do a treadmill run with Jojo, I, I care. Yeah. And, and you can't create that feeling of caring. Yeah. You can't create the feeling of inspiration. Mm -hmm. You don't get to buy enthusiasm in a box. You can hire a coach and you can make the playlist and you just don't get to buy enthusiasm. Yeah. And so like Iron Man, in the same way I look at our business and in the same way I look at my relationships, when I'm stoked and when I care, I will never, ever give up. Yeah. I think that that, that's a good final word. We have one last question. One last question. Bro? Yeah? What's making your heart beat faster these days? Oh my gosh. These days, my heart is beating faster. Um, I am getting ready to go to Bali for the second Sacred Fig uh, yoga teacher training. 
And I just couldn't be more excited to meet all the new trainees. So we're like prepping and getting ready and it's just the best. That's awesome. What about you? My heart is beating so hard on skate skis. Skinny (laughs) sticks up in Whistler. I'm obsessed. And all I've got to say is I hope it translates over to the bike this year. And if it doesn't, then I'm a better skate skier for it. (laughs) I love it. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And we'll see you next week.